Good evening and welcome to Unbreak Your Health, the program about the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, the complete guide to complementary and alternative therapies. And tonight our topic is the healing touch therapy, and we actually have two special guests tonight. Lisa Anselm is Executive Director at Healing Touch International. She's also a certified Healing Touch practitioner and instructor, along with being a certified holistic nurse and Reiki master and teacher. And also along with us tonight is Diane Mordell, who is Associate Professor for Nursing at the Health Science Center at the University of Texas in Houston, and she is the Research Director for Healing Touch International. Good evening. Good evening. Nice to meet you, Alan. Nice to have you with me. So let me start off with a simple question. What is Healing Touch? Well, Healing Touch is energy therapy. It's a means of using light touch or gentle touch on or near the body to help balance the body's energy and physical form to help the individual come into a place that's optimal for their own support of their own self-healing. It works with other traditional therapies. It's done alongside and complementary to our Western system and therapies. So we see it as very much adjunct and supportive to our traditional Western medicine. Are there any types of health problems in particular that it's good for, whether it's physical or emotional or chronic or acute? Well, Diane has a vast amount of um, anecdotal information, and also we're in process of a great deal of research. What has been consistent is um, that it seems to be supportive of reducing anxiety, reducing discomfort, helping to enhance comfort, helping to uh, reduce stress, helping to minimize some of the side effects of our traditional interventions as our medical as medical providers. And at this point, I'd like to just turn it to Diane to give some of that supportive work. And, and when that question is asked, I often say there's nothing that I wouldn't recommend healing touch for. So it can be in any one of those different areas, as physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, because it can be supportive of any one of those areas. Um, the research, um, what I consider at this point in time to be um, relatively uh, supportive of things such as chronic pain and reducing pain, um, also helping with um, supporting cancer therapies. Um, that's where most of the research has been is within the answer, within the area of cancer care. Um, that there are many things in which healing touch can be used for um, and support individuals in their own healing process. This is actually one of the newer types of complementary alternative uh, therapies. It was created about 20 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, essentially, yes. As far as a, a form or a, a, a program of care. Um, it does draw from some, historically it draws from some energetic principles and energetic interventions that have been in place for quite some time. Um, and, but as a, as a complete program of care, it began to emerge in the late 80s, uh, and, and was developed and spread throughout the nursing community. It, it was really based on ancient principles. So I think that when we look at the other energy therapies of acupuncture and, and, and Reiki and therapeutic touch, all of those energy therapies come from a kind of a traditional background that is um, from the past. Healing Touch was uh, originally meant just for nurses, wasn't it? 
Um, actually, you know, from the beginning, it's been it's been offered as a continuing education for nurses. But from the beginning, there have been people from all walks of life that have taken courses and utilized it within their healthcare practice or with family and friends if they um, are non-health professionals. So from the beginning, it was something that was really readily distributed out, but it was um, very much based in a nursing process and very much um, championed by nurses. And speaking of being championed, I believe that you uh, just got the recommendation again from the American Holistic Nurses Association. Yes, for our endorsement. We've held mm-hmm. that for um, since 1997. Yeah, before that, it was actually a program through the American Holistic Nurses Association. So if we go back to, it's almost 20 years that we've been affiliated or associated with a professional organization. Um, so it has a very strong um, basis for looking at clinical applications within uh, both hospital settings but also um, with, within patients. Is Healing Touch designed as a single session type of therapy, or is it a sequence of sessions, or? Um, it can be utilized in a variety of ways. For, um, for example, in an acute care setting, an individual could, could use it for a very short term for spot intervention, if you will. Um, typically, it's, it's, it can stand alone as a single session, but oftentimes, particularly in the chronic population, uh, it's very beneficial to have um, supportive therapy over a short or longer period of time. Uh, individuals usually don't become sick chronically overnight, and um, so it's a matter of allowing the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual being to come into alignment and balance and, and then to sustain that. So it's sort of like, to me, when I think about it, um, you don't become a, a black belt in martial arts overnight. Um, you actually, it's something that is cultivated and so, uh, and in a number of occasions, it's very beneficial to have it um, over a sustained period, particularly the, in the chronic population. And it is also, I'm sorry, it's also something that um, people can do for themselves. Absolutely. So it, so it can be something that you teach people how to do for themselves so that they can mm-hmm. sustain the healing um, benefit of it. So it can be, in the hospital oftentimes it's done, um, more intermittently, um, or if people are seeing people out in the community or for repeat sessions, they they may be going to see a practitioner uh, for a particular problem. But So there's no rules about how often it can be done or how many times or um, what's, you know, the best setting. It, it, it's very versatile in that way. Very and adaptive very, to the person's needs. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very individualized plan of care. Is there a difference in the first session with Healing Touch? I know some therapies, you know, the first session is a little bit different in the way it approaches uh, the situation. As compared to a follow-up session, is that your question? Yes, ma'am. Is it, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> it, I, I just had a client this past week who I have been seeing, and we didn't even realize that it had been that long, but for over four years, at least on a monthly basis, um, her response to me was, it's different every time I come. So it can be um, an experience that people have that is different um, from the first to the second session. Sometimes the first session is very dramatic. Um, other times it can be something that happens gradually over time. Again, it really speaks to that own individual healing process. 
How long does a normal uh, session last? Again, that's tailored to the individual's needs and the opportunity of the, you know, how much time you have. Um, sometimes you may have only 10 minutes with which to assist someone, um, and so it may be a 10-minute session, but typically around an hour, um, if, if, if all things are optimal, then uh, that an hour would be optimal for, you know, a session to be able to um, assist the person to the best of their ability. A comprehensive session it usually includes the whole process. If you were working in the hospital, for example, as a nurse or other healthcare provider, and you wanted to integrate it into your patient care, you may not even have 10 minutes. So you may only have a minute or 30 seconds, but it teaches you the principles of being able to be in a place of compassion and understanding so that you time is something that we structure and pretty heavily. So it can be you can get effect from using healing touch in just seconds as well as over an hour period of time. That was one of my questions when I was researching the modality is that here you've got something developed by a nurse, heavily used by nurses, and yet having been in hospitals before, you are very time constrained. I mean there, there's a lot of people that need attention mm -hmm. so you can't dilly dally very long in any one room. And, and that's very true, but one of the things that, and I tell my student nurses this, is that the most important thing that you bring to the bedside is you. And with, through Healing Touch training, you learn how to bring yourself there, even if it is only for 30 seconds. And I think that's the, the beauty of, of the work, is that it can be a part of a healing session, and or it could be just part of your everyday way of being within the world. It's truly about having a, a form of a presence that is you become the environment. You become an environment that supports that individual's optimal well-being. Which, in, especially in a hospital situation, is so critical and the most stressful, demanding, and challenging environment they could possibly be in with the health problem. Listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, then you'll love my new book. The second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies. It features a new user-friendly format and 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. And you can get it on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. What does it feel like? Or how has it been described to you when Healing Touch is done? People have various awarenesses and sensations with it. Oftentimes they have a, a very deep relaxation in a very short time. They may feel very solid or other times they may feel so deeply peaceful. They have perhaps sensations of different temperature changes within their own cells. They may have awarenesses of tingling as energy moves within their own being. They may have insight to a deeper awareness of who they are on many levels. The experiences are very unique, and many times, however, that people have um, probably something that has been most notable has been a, a, a relationship of time that is not always in correlation with uh, traditional time, so that which which helps tremendously in the sense that they could have a 10-minute session, but for them it may feel like a 30 minutes of deep peace. Diane, you have more to add to that? 
the fun part is sometimes people just fall into a very, very deep sleep, so deep that they're actually snoring. And then when you're done, they go, boy, that was really something. And I didn't even sleep. So they don't even have an awareness of of time or of themselves. So it can be a very varied experience. And actually, some of the research has actually supported that experience of more of a of a paradox, where they could be heavy and floaty at the same time. And what we know about paradox is that's where change occurs. So when people are feeling that those things simultaneously, that's actually a pretty awesome experience. Sounds like it. Do we have a guess on about how many? hospitals here in America are starting to offer this therapy? We are in the range between 25 and 50 that are very overtly present with it that have been well established. And the reason I give you such a broad range is they're utilized in different capacities. Some hospitals are fully integrated in that they have established teams that provide care throughout the hospital. Other hospitals um, probably the one that's been on the books for the longest time is over in Hawaii at Queens Medical Center. They have a, a consortium of volunteers, and anybody who enters that facility, which is a tertiary care center, is offered healing touch. And they've done quality assurance studies, and what they've found is that people have received this so so significantly well and the times when they've been distressed is when they've requested the therapy and they've been unable to receive it because there have not been enough volunteers to provide it. And I'm sure there's probably some hospitals that offer it, but it's kind of under the radar that Truly, they don't want to jeopardize their uh, mainstream medicine image. <laughs> Truly. You know, that's it's, it's a matter of having an awareness of a recognition that there is this is truly supportive of the work that the medical teams are doing. Um, and that's becoming more and more uh, reaching a tipping point as we move forward. It's an established intervention in a number of facilities, and they are done freely by different, different levels of healthcare professionals and volunteers. Is Healing Touch similar in as with many other therapies that I've been involved with, that the first time that you do it with a client or, or a doctor or a health provider of some type sees it or experiences it, that they say this is really weird the first time, and then they kind of warm up to it and say, you know, this is really amazing? I think that was maybe how it was 10 years ago. Um, I think that's becoming more and more, though, that as people become more cognizant of it as a a potential intervention that can help and support people, um, that there's um, usually the tipping point is when someone is saying, I'm really in need of assistance. And um, probably one of the easiest ways when someone is in distress and they are using their Western therapy and then healing touch is offered in addition, there is an opening for them to really recognize that it's beneficial for them. seems to be more and more, you know, the norm as opposed to the rarity. You say there is progress being made in some places, and we hope this program helps push it a little further down the road. That would be wonderful. How, do we have any idea about how many uh, practitioners of Healing Touch there are in America today? You mentioned that Hawaii occasionally ran into shortages. Right. Well, you know, as far as volunteers within that facility, um, we have more, the predominant number of practitioners, certified practitioners, those who are credentialed, um, in the, U, the primary amount are in, in the U.S. and Canada. Um, and there's probably about... Uh, somewhere between 1,800 and 1,900 certified practitioners worldwide. 
how does fun, someone find a Healing Touch practitioner if they're not in a hospital that offers the service? Uh, there are individuals that have private practices, and a number of them have listed themselves on our website. Those who are certified and have, have shown that they and demonstrated that they've met competency in, in Healing Touch. And that would be on our website at healingtouchinternational.org. And you said that you actually have uh, practitioners outside of the U.S. and Canada? Yes. Other countries? In a number of countries. Throughout um, in Europe, we have um, practitioners in South America. There's a large number in, in Peru that administer to many of the poor. Um, there's a large number in Australia and um, ones in New Zealand. Uh, so they're, they're spread out throughout the world. And it's, um, it's being taught in some very um, wonderful places as a blending, you know, uh, sort of an east meets west meets east, I think, kind of as I see it. Uh, for example, Diane was just over in Nepal um, uh, teaching some classes for Healing Touch. And uh, we've been in Thailand. One of our current president, uh, Savitri Kumaran, has been in Thailand and taught probably about 80 nurses. So uh, it's, it's being um, embraced in areas of the world that um, formerly we would not have necessarily thought would be interested in a Western nursing modality. And you guys have a very big event coming up in just a few days, don't you? We do. <laughs> Very big. Uh, we have our 12th international conference. Uh, this is the first time we will be in the Midwest, and so we're looking forward to having this in Wisconsin. We have often had it in Colorado or the coast, and um, so we're going to the heartland. It's going to be from September 4th through the 7th. Any estimate how many people will be attending? Around probably about 350. It's a good-sized crowd. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's actually a Healing Touch Day. There is. It's a. It's a actually a day that celebrates when uh, the Healing Touch International was formed, and um, it's in March. And that's what we try to do: is heighten awareness of Healing Touch throughout the world in um, whatever form people um, choose to express it. So they may host. Um, Fairs where they offer free sessions, they may do educational offerings, um, but a way to inform the public and make the service available and raise the awareness of Healing Touch. Well, I'd like to thank both Lisa and Diane for taking the time to talk with me tonight about Healing Touch. I appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you Alan. And anyone wanting to learn more about the Healing Touch therapy should check out their website at www.healingtouchinternational.org. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health, discovering the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'll be back next week with another edition, but to learn more about our guest today and the Healing Touch Therapy, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. We'd love to hear from you about this program. Please send your questions and comments to info at unbreakyourhealth.com. This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Music for our podcast is provided by George Wood of podsafeaudio.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith, and I look forward to being with you again soon.